Hi, Gary. Thank you very much for joining us today. Brixton Metals is an exploration company with four projects, but I want to focus on your most advanced project, which is called the Thorn Project. It's a copper, gold, silver project located in northern British Columbia. And Thorn is located along the trend of the Golden Triangle. And before we examine Thorn in more detail, I want to briefly discuss the activity in the Golden Triangle. There's been a lot of investment in recent years by many of the majors. So maybe you can just give us a brief overview of this activity. Sure. Uh, hey, Jimmy, and uh, yeah, glad to be uh, glad to be on. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of a uh, lot of activity uh, in in the Golden Triangle in general. Um, as you mentioned, we're on trend. We're a little further north uh, than uh, than the main activity there. But yeah, you're seeing a lot of the majors. Um, you know, as most people know, they're they're getting uh, quite hungry for um, the next uh, big copper plays, and and uh, and demand for copper is quite strong. So you know, you're seeing. Just recently in the news, uh, Glencore taking a run at uh, at Tech. Um, that's still, I think, in in play, and and we'll see how that uh, that plays out. Uh, of course, you have an ongoing uh, Newmont um, Newcrest uh, potential merger. Um, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and even what's interesting is even the large gold companies are uh, looking for for big uh, big copper plays. And you know, there's a saying that uh, uh, some of the largest gold deposits in the world are copper porphyries. Um, so you do get a lot of gold with these uh, copper systems. Recently, uh, Newmont uh, took over GT Gold uh, in uh, in the Golden Triangle. So there's there's certainly lots of eyes on on the play. Um, I think there's a lot more excitement to come out of that. Um, it's a big area, you know. It's something like a 500 kilometer long uh, trend. There's lots of activity, and I think we'll see a lot more uh, a lot more exciting uh, transactions and you know in, in that M&A front. And Gary, remind me again, what properties do Tech Resources own and also Newcrest? Um, well, Tech has the Galore Creek. So Tech and Newmont for 50-50 on the Galore Creek, which is a very large uh, copper gold porphyry system. Uh, Tech also has, I think, a 75% interest with the Copper Fox on the Shaft Creek, which is not that far from um, from uh, Galore Creek, um, as well as other, other assets in the area. Uh, Newcrest. Uh, recently actually acquired, uh, I did mention that, but they acquired uh, Pridium for the Bruce Jack uh, high-grade gold mine. And then, of course, um, uh, Newcrest has, uh, I believe, a 75% interest in the Redcrest mine, which started off as a open fit, and now they're working on a, uh, a deep block cave, and they're having success in finding new uh, new deep-style mineralization. I believe Imperial Metals is, is the uh, 25% owner of that. So lots of activity. There's a lot of companies um, that have uh, mine development plans. Uh, you have Seabridge with the KS, massive KSM, uh, which is a, one of the largest uh, copper gold systems up there. And then Tudor's not far away. So a lot, a lot of players uh, in, in the area. Gary, that's a great overview of the Golden Triangle. And I want to move on now and discuss your Thorn project in more detail. You and your team have done extensive drilling on the property. In 2022, 58 holes were drilled, totaling 18,000 meters. Can you provide an overview of the 2022 drilling campaign? Sure. Yeah, most of that drilling, uh, which was, uh, you know, the most extensive drilling the company's ever done and, and the projects ever seen. So that was pretty exciting. Um, yeah, we we really focused on um, the Camp Creek Porphyry discovery. That was uh, really flushed out or at least identified in, I would say, 
2019, we started to show evidence of uh, poor freestyle mineralization at depth. And it wasn't really until 20, 2021 that we started to push uh, these holes deeper in, into the system and and showing evidence of, of poor freestyle mineralization. Um, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, we definitely confirmed a uh, what we believe is a large uh, a system. We've, we've nowhere near tested the limits of that, but we're we are into a copper dominant uh, porphyry system in Camcrete. We're calling it the Camcrete corridor because it doesn't include some some of the high solvidation veins and, and breaches that um, that we were drilling uh, prior to uh, 2020 2019. Um, but also the other part of the campaign uh, last season 2022 was focused on the Trapper Gold target. As I mentioned earlier, um, Brooklyn didn't uh, own those claims until 2020. The previous operator had drilled about 40 holes um, in that uh, in that trapper group, and and some of that historical work was actually done by Chevron as part of the regional work. Um, so we we followed up really on the on the work that was done in 2011. Um, so we did some some drilling uh, with some some really good results um, on on the trapper target. I think we got about 52 holes in it in 2022. Um, some exceptional long intervals, uh, and which, which we can talk about. Um, so that was the main, main driver. The other thing that we did, um, because again, we didn't own the Metla claims, um, uh, that we acquired until, you know, um, 2020, um, in the previous season, there's way too much snow. So we didn't get a chance to get out there and really do some work on it. But last season, 2022, we had a lot of, uh, boots on the ground work on the Metla target and we took a lot of, uh, samples. And I'd say if you look back at some of our, our numbers and our presentation, we've got a lot of really high-grade copper gold numbers, uh, surface sampling that we've done. So we're really starting to flush out some of these other areas. I mean, there's still lots of work to do there. But so, you know, what's working here is is geochem. Um, soils and, and rocks seems to work quite well for us. You know, we continue to run geophysical surveys, uh, geochem mapping, uh, essentially trying to work up some of these earlier stage targets to to the drill stage because it is such a large area um you know we just can't work them all so we're you know we're we are ranking these uh targets and kind of working our way through the list if you will and gary maybe you can just touch on some of the holes and the grades associated with those holes at both trapper gold and also camp creek sure yeah the camp creek um i mean we're drilling i think our deepest hole was uh 1375 meters so we're you know, we're still in mineralization. Um, the what's interesting about the Camp Creek target um, and a lot of the work that was done, you know, early on was really focused on the surface. Uh, we've got these high grade, high solvidation veins and and breccia zones, and we drilled some uh, pretty spectacular uh, results out of that. Uh, 2019, we drilled hole 150 that drilled 554 meters of uh, just over one percent copper equivalent. Uh, within that was about 136 meters of uh, over 2% copper equivalent. And then about if you take about a kilometer step to the west, um, where we have a cluster of holes measuring about, you know, six, 700 meters. Um, you know, we had, I think our longest interval was 967 meters of about 0.4 copper equivalent uh, with about 150 meter sub-interval of, I'm going to say 0.9% copper equivalent. Uh, 184 was one of our better holes, so we actually ended in quite strong mineralization, uh, just shy of 1,200 meters. Uh, that hole was 820 meters of almost 0.5 equivalent copper. 
And with a sub-interval there of about 300 meters of, um, I think, 0.9 copper equivalent. So we're starting to, I think I'd say we're starting to approach some economic grades here. Um, we don't believe that, you know, we're in the heart of the system and that's what we're hoping to uh, test this year uh, on the Camp Creek system is, is one is to expand, expand the, the known limits of mineralization, uh, which we believe we've got a big footprint here, something like a kilometer by 2K. Um, so we want to try and bulk out the expansion there, but also try and show, you know, where that higher grade portion of the system is, because most of these porphyry systems have a enriched, um, let's say necessarily a center system, but maybe it's on the side, but somewhere there's going to be a, an enriched a zone that will be sort of the starter uh, area. And that's, we want to try and see if we can tap that to really, uh, you know, fire this thing up. Now, if you shift over into the Trapper Gold Target, which is about eight kilometers uh, in in the sort of a south uh, southeast trend from the Camp Creek Target, right now it looks more like a, a gold target. We're calling it the Trapper Gold Target, but it is associated with base metal veins, and there are some pretty interesting copper showings um, peripheral to uh, the main gold uh, mineralization. So we believe that potentially there is a, a copper porphyry driving. Uh, perhaps driving the trapper uh, system, and it's not too uncommon to have precious metal enrichment uh, uh, higher up in the system, and then as you get deeper, you start to get into the copper part of the system. But some of the drilling uh, we did in 2022 uh, at Trapper, um, one of our better holes, hole 205, was 64 meters of 5.74 grams of gold, and it was around, I think, 30 meters of 10 gram uh, was a high-grade sub-interval. Um, we also had uh, old 243, I believe, that went down uh, almost 400 meters uh, of uh, just under a gram. And within that, there was about 114 meters of almost two and a half grams gold. Um, so there are some quite high grade sub intervals. And what's interesting about that target is the, uh, the intrusion is a little bit different than the Camp Creek, but similar age. And the contact between the, the diorite porphyry intrusion unit to the much older uh, um, Stuhini uh, Lapilli tube volcanics, that contact seems to be important. And we, while we get gold mineralization in, in either lithologies, that contact between the volcanics and the, and the diorite intrusion seems to have the enrichment part of the system. And so it has, it looks like it has a sort of a north plunge to it. And the goal really is to um, try and expand the, the strike of that, but also down plunge and uh and try and see if we can understand what maybe the true width of that system is because we haven't we haven't drilled that off uh either gary you threw out a lot of grades here and i want to put all of this into perspective new crest is the red crest mine which is located in the golden triangle it's a copper gold producer how would these grades compare to what red crest is mining well red crest is mining uh 0.4 copper 0.4 gold um is there is a reserve grade um you know, I wouldn't. I would say we're not quite there. We're, I'd say we're approaching um, economic grades here. Um, it's going to take a bit more work, and like I said, we're we're trying to find that higher grade portion of the system that you can sort of start to build some economics around. I don't think we're quite there yet, but are certainly demonstrating um, that we're onto something significant here. Um, it is a new discovery, and it's um, you know it's in it's in the making, and and that's going to take take some time. You know the challenge with the, the drilling the deep holes is that they take time. They're you know they're four or five weeks to drill uh, drill one of those holes, so it's not a it's not a quick uh, quick endeavor there. But 
Um, it's looking pretty, looking pretty exciting. Gary, you've stated in the past that the style of mineralization indicates that you might be on the edge of a very large copper porphyry. Can you just expand on this and why you think this deposit can become much larger? Sure. Yeah. Well, the drilling that we've done uh, so far has, I mean, I'd say almost all the holes, uh, deeper holes have uh, ended in, in copper porphyry style mineralization. And I think the footprint right now is about six, 700 meters. Um, so it's still open. Um, there's evidence, like if you look at some of the earlier drilling uh, that we did, um, you got about a kilometer in that sort of northwest, southeast direction. We're having the surface expressions of mineralization in a sort of a kilometer in one direction and potentially a kilometer, two kilometers in the, sort of up the Camp Creek direction. Um, we haven't quite tested past uh, the Oban diatreme brecher, which is about a kilometer in itself. So lots of drilling to do in and around that, so a kilometer by a kilometer. And then the goal would be to, well, what happens above that uh, further out to the east? We don't know because we haven't drilled past that. But part of the challenge is we do have a younger volcanic cover that covers it. So there's no evidence that it's there because it's covered up by younger volcanic. So we're going to have to do some uh, kind of wildcatting out there to see. Um, but, you know, the geophysics that we have there um, actually has an interesting deep conductor. So we do have some evidence for a bigger system. Uh, through the geophysics, and um, we're just going to have to drill it uh, to find out. Gary, I want to move on now to discuss BHP's involvement. In November of 2022, BHP made a $13.6 million investment in Brixton Metals for 19.9% of the company, and the purpose was to focus on the Thorn project. And there are a lot of copper exploration companies operating in British Columbia, what was it exactly about the Thorn project that the BHP team liked? Yeah, well, I think it, a couple of things, um, you know, we have such a massive land position. Um, one of the comments, you know, that we heard from, from the BHP group was that, um, you know, they believe we have a complete mineral system here. And I think what they mean by that is that, you know, we've got an opportunity um, to find not one, not two, perhaps more uh, porphyry systems. And it's, quite well known that these these porphyry systems tend to form in clusters. Um, you know, part of the challenge in the mining business is when there's a new discovery found, uh, a lot of the explorationists get out there and state claims and acquire ground. So they tend to have sort of fragmented uh, ownership. And the fact that we have been fairly aggressive in uh, building uh, what now is almost 3,000 square kilometers of, of mineral tenure, I think is quite impressive in, in that. So lots of opportunity to uh, find um, the next big copper discovery, I think, and I think that's got to be uh, that's got to be one of the big reasons. And Gary, how involved is BHP in picking targets and determining the direction of the drill campaign for the coming year? Um, well, we formed a technical committee, um, so two BHP members, two Brixton members on the technical committee, and then of course we have lots of team members uh, behind that. So we are uh, really working as a group here to. You know, find uh, find the next big discovery uh, for copper. So I think what we're, you know, the way we kind of look at it is like, you know, there's a lot of di sub disciplines within within geology and exploration. So we're trying to bring all that together um, to build uh, build confidence. And um, you know, we are working as as, as a unit to uh, you know to get get at it uh, quicker. Uh, one of the things that um, we're excited about um, uh, working with BHP, they've got a very deep geophysical uh, department. And uh, one of the things that we did uh, last year, we collected a lot of data from from the deep holes, the uh, physical properties, 
And why that's important is because we're going to integrate that into a new revised uh, 3D inversion uh, geophysical model um, because we flew this big uh, mobile MT survey. And so that's going to give us some um, confidence because we know what the assays are, we know what the physical properties are, put those together into the model, and then what does that look like? And then does, can that show us maybe where to go? So to, to try and integrate that into some vectoring in into the next leg of drilling perhaps. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing that. So that's gonna be um, uh, exciting uh, uh, to sort of hang your hat on, especially when you're drilling deep holes, it's you know kind of drilling blind there. So yeah, it's been really good. BHP has been, been great to work with. And so let's talk about your drilling program for the 2023 season. How many meters, how many rigs and what targets do you have identified? Yeah, so we're planning about 20,000 meters uh, drilling um, right now, starting with about two drills uh, in, in Camp Creek, and then we'll ramp up as the uh, winter peels off. Um, we'll start, we'll probably push it up towards four drills uh, towards, in, you know, mid-season, I would say. Gary, let's move on now and discuss your balance sheet. Cash is the lifeblood of an exploration company, and you have the distinct advantage of being fully funded with $17 million in cash. How will you allocate this cash in the coming year? Yeah, well, we we know we're focused pretty much 100% on on Thorn, and and right now we've got a board approved budget for about 14 million of that 17. So that that'll carry us through the end of the year for sure. Uh, we're we're in good shape. Uh, I mean, we are focused on Thorn, and and it's again largely going to go to drilling, but we're going to do some some geochem and, and some additional geophysics. Gary, as we wrap up, what can investors expect in terms of news flow in the coming months from Brixton Metals? Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, as we get into the summer months, I mean, we're we're trying to get an early start on it. Uh, we know we're pushing for mid-May to be the drills turning to the right. So I would anticipate uh, getting results out to market sometime in July, perhaps, because it is still a process to get through those deep holes. And then, you know, from July right through to the end of the year, perhaps trickling into uh, into next year, I'm um, hopefully that the labs, um, you know, have improved their um, turnarounds, but we'll have to see on that. So if you look at what happened last year, we got an early jump and we had results turned around uh, quite quickly. But towards the end of the year, it was taking months uh, to get those results out. So, uh, you know, we should have a good amount of news flow coming out this year. So uh, keep an eye on uh, Camp Creek and keep an eye on some holes coming out of Trapper. Well, Gary, that was a great overview of Brixton Metals, and I want to thank you for spending time with us today, and good luck on your upcoming drilling program. Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it.